Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to High Velocity Radio, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you this afternoon, and you guys are in for a real treat. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast President of Consumer Convenience Technologies, CCT, Mr. Brandon Bach. Good afternoon, sir. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you on the show, man, and looking forward to this conversation. Uh, as we open here, uh, maybe a, a good idea would just to get a, for us to get a little bit of an idea of mission, purpose. Why was CCT even founded, man? Uh, a great question. Um, so, Roughly 10 years ago, we have two uh, founding partners or co-managers, James Bach and Pete Stodd. Uh, Pete Stodd, who unfortunately is no longer with us, uh, he was actually in the beer and beverage industry and created a couple products uh, that are are used today uh, with, with the canning industry. And he was at a function and speaking to an associate. And one of his associate's wives uh, started talking with Pete and, and, and talking to him about some of the issues that she was going through at the time. Uh, this woman was uh, dealing with, with cancer and through some of the treatments and procedures that she had to have done, uh, left her very weak uh, and unable to open jars or to pl- apply enough strength to, to twist off that jar lid or, 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 or bottle, uh, bottle cap. Uh, so she posed the question to Pete, like, hey, you're a smart guy. Why can't you figure out a way to make an easier opening jar lid? Uh, so that pretty much started the idea, the concept, where Pete then joined forces with James Jim Bach. And from there, they, they've been trying to tackle this uh, age-old problem or age-old question in which uh, we've found a solution and which, uh, which makes it 50% easier to open our lid, the easy lid, versus your standard 10-plate lid that you find on the market today. So the easy lid, and it's spelled with two E's, right? Correct. Yep. E-E-A-S-Y. And so it actually, it literally makes it easier to the point that someone that that, is cha- that has some of the challenges that you just described, this lady had, it makes it easy or doable <laughs> for them for them to open these these um, these containers. Uh, exactly. So, so what we've done, and I'll, I'll give you kind of the technical uh, explanation. Yeah. You know, the EVLID is a software design technology that reduces the amount of vacuum, making it 50% easier to open. What we mean by that is we have developed a way to incorporate a button on the top center of the lid. So the consumer or, or the end user would simply push that button until they hear it click. Once it clicks, that releases the vacuum. So you simply, at that point, twist the jar lid off and enjoy the product. Now, if you do have some product remaining, you know, if you have some pasta sauce left over or if it's pickles, olives, you know, whatever the vacuum sealed product is that you have left over, you can take from the bottom side of the lid, push on the bottom side of the button to reset it. So that way, when you put the lid back on the jar and it goes in the refrigerator, for some reason, if that jar tips over or falls over, you know, your pasta sauce or the, the pickle brine or, or any of the product inside will not leak out or spill into your refrigerator. So are you finding uh, beyond the, the initial input that you got to sort of uh, compel you guys to come up with this thing? Are you finding that that there really is a, a substantial number of people that really, really need, I, I guess that's the right term, right? Accessible packaging. 
uh, yep, you're very accurate. You know, through our research, you know, well, well, what we have found, uh, and again, a lot of this data we, we've attained from whether it's the CDC or the Service and Inclusion uh, uh, website, uh, you know, there's 19% of the U.S. population that has a, a disability, and that number does not include, you know, those that have carpal tunnel or arthritis, missing limbs, or et cetera. Uh, on top of that, we also have another 14.9 or 15 percent of the population that is 65 and older, and that number is growing, uh, uh, increasing more and more every year. So when you just combine those two numbers alone, that roughly 35 percent, that represents uh, basically over 100 million people in the U.S. that either is over the age of 65 or has uh, you know a, some sort of disability. So if I can offer a product that would allow a, 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 a manufacturer or, or a brand to tap into that segment market showing that they care and trying to make it easier for them to just accomplish everyday tasks. Uh, you know, we all have someone in our family or even ourselves that struggle just to, to do these simple tasks. Uh, one gentleman that we work with uh, every day when he leaves, he actually has to open up all the cans and bottles and jars uh, that his wife is going to need uh, later that day because of her dealing with the arthritis and the carpal tunnel. So it's, there's a definite need out there for an easier open product. And, and what's interesting is that this problem has been ingrained in our culture so much. It's basically a, a comedy joke that's used, whether it's in TV, radio, movies, <laughs> comic strips, uh, I mean, there's countless examples, uh, you know, where that's kind of the joke of people, you know, how do you open the jar? Well, I bang it on the table. I use a knife, <laughs> you know, so uh, it, it would be nice to give those that that need the extra help. And I'm one of those. I mean, as I get older, I mean, I'm finding, you know, there's more and more jars that, that I actually have trouble opening. And so when they're when I when I get to the time where I can no longer open the jars, I, I'm hoping that we figured something out to make it a little easier. Um, now, yes, you can go buy uh, products or, or, you know, tools or whatever to help you open that jar, but why not go ahead and offer that in the product itself? So I can certainly see the end user getting excited, excited mm-hmm. about this. What was your experience? Um, I'm operating under the impression that you went to the manufacturers. Did they initially embrace this idea or was it a little bit of an uphill climb trying to get them to adopt it? Uh, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll say all the above. Uh, And the reason why I would say that is it's dependent on the the filler and their equipment that they have in their filling line. Mm. Um, So the easy lid is actually made out of aluminum, where most of your lids that are that you would find on the store shelves today are are made out of steel or tin plate. When we actually started this project and doing our research and development, we actually tried over 40 different tool combinations to apply the easy lid technology onto the standard 10 plate lids that's on the market today. Oh, wow. And, you know, there, there was definitely roadblocks along the way uh, with trying to incorporate that button o- on that lid. And, and once we finally got to a point where we thought we had it solved, it made it way too complex in the sense of the, the our manufacturing line, the things that we were going to have to do, you know, because it is steel and when you expose that raw material, then you have corrosion. So for us to to make sure none of that happened, it just didn't make sense for us to continue down that path. And at that point, we had to make the tough decision to say, are we going to add 
benefits to an already existing product, or are we going to come out with our own product and try and change change the world and how we view and see, uh, you know, opening jars? Um, so, you know, like I said, we, we did try it on the steel and tin plate. So when you go and speak to the, the, the fillers manufacturers, we have to look at their filling line and, and do a diagnostic assessment of it, uh, where we will, which we have hired uh, two gentlemen that have over 70 years experience uh, in, the, in the business, that if a, a brand or a filler would like us to come in and have a look at their line to see where or any issues that, that might arise by trying to run an aluminum lid, then we can address those and then come up with a plan or a solution so they can run the easy lid. We've worked with fillers that they have zero issues with running, whether they're running the tin plate lid or our aluminum lid. Uh, we've worked with some manufacturers where we had to make some minimal adjustments and now they're able to, to uh, incorporate the, the aluminum easy lid. And we've also uh, spoke, spoken with and working with uh, uh, companies that uh, it's going to take a little more uh, uh, looking into to find out the best way uh, so they can continue running those tin plate lids as well as running the easy lid. So, we take it as a case-by-case basis. Not one filling line is the same because the equipment used or the way it's set up. Um, so, uh, yes, we've had uh, uh, great success, and we've also had uh, situations where we, we need to dig a little deeper to figure out the best way to accommodate that filling line to run the easy lid. So is there a sustainability aspect to this pursuit as well as this effort continues to unfold? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, first of all, w- with it being made out of aluminum uh, compared to the steel, you 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 look at uh, the the recyclability, especially here in the U.S., where aluminum is a little more desirable to to recycle. I mean, we all have the 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 bin, or most of us have the bins in our houses or homes uh, where you know we're, we're we're throwing all of our recyclable pop cans and, and things like that. So uh, it's just as easy to throw this jar lid into that for recyclability. Uh-huh. And looking at uh, the Aluminum Association, uh, more than two thirds of all the aluminum that has been produced is still in use. Meaning that, so once the aluminum has been made, it now takes less energy, you know, product uh, to, to make that uh, more pieces of aluminum because it is so uh, recyclable. Uh, and then, you know, you, then you start looking at transportation, the down weighting, um, you know, the easy lid, the weight is about half of what the tin plate is. Uh-huh. Now, you know, one lid compared to one, okay, that's not very much weight. But when you have a, you know, a truck full uh, of, 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 of pasta sauce or pickle jars, you know, uh, that, that weight will add up. So now you're saving on fuel costs and those sorts of things, especially in the time right now where, where gas is, uh, is very high, uh, you know, this might be a way with it, you know, you can save some money uh, because of the down weighting aspect of it. So, so what have you guys enjoyed the most about getting this thing up and running? What, what are you finding the most rewarding? Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. It's, it's, it's helping uh, those individuals that need help and, and answering that age old question. Um, I left my previous job when I had the opportunity to, to, to be a part of the easy lid and CCT, uh, and that's what excited me the most. Uh, I mean, like I said, we, we all know someone or have family members that struggle, uh, and, and I'm no different. Uh, 
you know, I have, I have a grandmother that struggles, you know, she, she can barely open any of the jars. My mother is starting to get to the point where we're starting to see some arthritis and those sorts of things. So if I can find a solution and, and make it easier for my mom or, or someone else's mom or grandmother or grandfather or father, brother, or sister, uh, I mean, that's, that makes you feel good at the end of the day that you're truly helping individuals overcome some of those challenges that they face every day, especially with, you know, with what we've been through over the last several years. Um, you know, everyone's under a lot of stress uh, with, with whatever the case may be. So to take some of that stress off their plate, you know, where they're like, how do I make this meal for my family? Or, Hey, I'm having an event uh, where my, my kids are coming over. I want to cook, cook them dinner, but how am I going to open this? Or, you know, those are, those are true problems that people face on a day-to-day basis that, that, you know, those of us that, that don't face that issue, don't think about it. Uh, but that truly is a challenge for a lot of people. Well, I would think it's certainly a noble pursuit. There's no question about that. And I'm mm-hmm. just as, as delighted as I can be for you that you're enjoying some success with it. I would think that with regard to the culture, the, the people that you've surrounded yourself with in the organization, it's, they got to feel good about the work they're doing as well when they, as they understand it, the genuine impact they're having on, on the markets that they're serving. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a, it, it doesn't matter what kind of day you're having. You can, you can think about that end user and say if they have been struggling and they can get through their day, we can overcome any challenges that we have or we're facing right now to try and help them. You know, they're, 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 they, they face those challenges every day. So, you know, I can show up to the office and, and work as hard as I can to try and help those people out. So a lot of folks who choose to tap into this kind of conversation on the Business Radio X network are either leading organizations that may be a little bit larger, like a, a medium to large size business, or they may be running their own organization. So I'd love to get a little insight for them on a couple of fronts. Uh, one of which is this, uh, th- this idea of, of mentorship. Have you had an opportunity to be mentored as you've kind of come up through your career? And in the second part of that question, have you chosen to take the opportunity to try to uh, be a mentor to, to, to other people? A uh, great question. Um, I would definitely say to, to, to move forward in, in, in any business, you know, that you're doing or, or project or, or that you're trying to accomplish, uh, you definitely want to rely on those within the industry or uh, that, that's been there or to ask questions. Um, I mean, we, we are CCT. We have joined many uh, groups and organizations uh, whether that's networking, um, you know, like let's, uh, for example, the New York State Food Processing Authorities or the Texas State Food Processing Authorities um, or Cornell University, uh, you know, through all of our testing and research, you know, to find out, you know, what what is the industry looking at or for so that way uh, or we're posed a question, you know, we, we want to face that question or challenge or issue head on. So we want to go to, you know, the, that respected uh, authority that, that does the testing or, or this or that, or, or how do you go in and, and you know, one of the, the, or the, 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 the challenges that we face when we first started this is like, really, who is our end customer? You know, is it is it the end user, the consumer that's going into the grocery store? Is it the brand owner of the product itself? Is it the filler that's actually filling the product? So in order to open up a lot of those doors to find out some of those answers, uh, it was definitely helpful 
uh, to find people to work closely with uh, that, that would help uh, educate uh, us, CCT, uh, to make sure that we are doing the, the appropriate testing or the, the appropriate uh, uh, strategies to, to make sure that we're following the guidelines and things to, to make a product that is uh, viable and, and people that, that they want. Um, now, as far as uh, mentoring, uh, we uh, have been in the process of, of getting this product launched uh, for roughly eight years through the research and development. Last year, we finally commercialized the product. So we, uh, so from for about a year now, we've been uh, starting to to sell and to push. Uh, so I haven't really had the opportunity to mentor yet, but uh, we, we've had such great help along the way that. That absolutely, you know, um, I would definitely help someone, you know, whether it's answer questions or or whatever the case may be, because of the 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 help and and things that we've received along the way. Well, and that's a nice dose of reality for our aspiring entrepreneurs. Uh, yet another eight year overnight success story. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's what we keep telling ourselves, you know, if it was easy, then everyone would have done it. Uh, when, when we were looking at it, there are actually uh, hundreds and hundreds of different patents that have tried to come up uh, with a, a, a viable solution to this problem. And no one has been able to yet. We were able to overcome and adapt uh, with the, the issues and, and, the, and the struggles that we had had. And, and again, that comes from previous knowledge, uh, uh, workings, and things like that to overcome this, uh, this age-old problem. Well, another thing I have to imagine that you have to really be on top of and invest some, some genuine uh, energy and, uh, and resources in is this, this whole idea of recruiting, selecting, and, and developing your people. Any counsel you might have to offer on that front. I know I would learn from it, but I think our listeners would be appreciative of that as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for example, uh, when I when I started uh, here at CCT, uh, you know, I, I, I needed to to learn and to understand the concepts, the ideas, the terminology that's being used uh, uh, with this project, and so just like you said, you, you want to surround yourself with knowledgeable people. And, 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 and here at CCT, we definitely had uh, those individuals that were willing to take the time to, to help, help me understand and to help me learn or, or send me in a direction, you know, uh, of what I should understand at what point along the way, um, you know, like I wasn't focusing on things, uh, you know, I, that I needed to know down the road, not necessarily right now. You know, I, I needed to understand the tooling uh, or the the technology itself before I understood the the filling line. Uh, so it was great to have that uh, knowledge and know how uh, here on staff. Uh, but there again, uh, within this industry, there are a lot of knowledgeable and very well educated people in this business. Um, and, and so the the thing that I can stress stress the most is, is even if you, you know, you have no one uh, in your company or, or whatever, there are definitely associations, uh, organizations out there that will help you, whether it's find those people or to help train or educate your employees. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I would, I would say with that is, is definitely the, the, the outside um, 
groups, organizations, you know, we've done that all the way from whether it's testing to uh, the aluminum product itself to the grocery store to the filling line. Um, You know, we didn't really have anyone on staff that knew all aspects of all those areas. Um, So we definitely reached out to people, groups and organizations to help educate uh, not only myself, but the other team members here. So that way we can then in turn help educate uh, future employees or or employees that we're hiring uh, just recently. So um, there's definitely a lot of help out there for that. Uh, You just have to uh, uh, look and make those connections. Well, I got to tell you, in in my experience, uh, people like you of vision organizations like the one that you guys have built you're you're not one to rest on your laurels and and tread water (laughs) so i'll ask (laughs) where where do you see this thing going man oh uh well from all the early success that we that we've received you know i i see this hopefully becoming the new uh industry standard uh right now we offer uh, the easy lid on the 63 millimeter size of jar. That's mostly your pasta sauces, uh, some other, you know, maybe olives, uh, products like that. Uh, as we expand and grow, we look to uh, expand into all other sizes, whether that's from a 58 millimeter all the way up to your 100 to 110 millimeter size jars, you know, your family style size jars, uh, even all the way down to uh, the 38 millimeter into the baby food. Uh, and that's and that's only speaking about the lug style of lid. Where and what I mean by when I say lug, uh, it basically takes a quarter to a half inch turn to apply that lid to the jar. The other style of lid is a CT or continuous thread, and obviously, like it sounds, you have to give it a a full turn, uh, about three to five turns, to actually apply that lid. Um, and again, all those same sizes uh, uh, apply to that style of lid as well. Uh, then you have, uh, and there's also a couple of different styles. So as we go along, as we continue to gain market share, we want to expand our uh, capabilities to, so that way that we can uh, uh, accommodate all sizes and all ranges of lids. So that way uh, all jars have at least the opportunity to, to incorporate the easy lid. And then that way they can receive the benefits from it. Well, I can hear your passion over the airwaves. Your enthusiasm is just so contagious. Uh, you, you sound like Superman on the air and probably in the boardroom. And we all know you're human. When, uh, when things get a little tough or you, or you start to run out of juice, where do you go for inspiration to, to recharge? And I don't necessarily mean a physical place, but just how do you go get you know, kind of reinvigorated? Uh, I mean, great question, uh, you know, and, and, that, and that applies to life itself, you know, yeah. not just work. Um, you definitely, uh, and what I always tell my son as well, uh, you know, you definitely need to have outside interests so that way you can step away, kind of recharge your batteries. Uh, for me, it's kayaking, fishing, huh. uh, those sorts of things, uh, you know, get out into nature, you know, enjoy uh, just being alive. And at the same time, as I'm doing those things, thinking about those that struggle to try and do those simple things that I'm out there doing. And if I'm out there enjoying it, why can't I make a product or why can't I come up with, with a solution that can help others that may not have it as easy as I do where, where I don't at the moment have arthritis or carpal tunnel or those, those uh, uh, scenarios. But 
I mean, I, I just kind of look at that and, and think, you know, again, if they can, if they can go through each, each day dealing with that, then I can, uh, you know, I, I can step up and do my part. It's an interesting insight that you just tapped into, and it's not the first time I've heard something like that uh, because people will involve themselves in hobbies or they like yep. to read or that kind of thing. And sometimes in doing that, when they, when they sort of uh, let the subconscious work on it and they go kayaking, darn if they don't come up with some of the best ideas. <laughs> right? Oh, absolutely. It's kind of that, you know, and, and again, not that I don't mean that, that I'm not reading or, or, you know, doing things within, within our industry or those sorts of things, but you do have to take a step away or take a step back sometimes, just like you said, to clear your mind, you know, uh, how's the saying go, you know, you got to take a step back from the tree in order to see the forest, you know, and when you're on top of a project or an idea and you're trying to figure it out, sometimes you need to take that, that mental break, that, that step back. So you can say, you know, am I, am I thinking about this correctly? Am I, Am I going down the right path or do not, do I need to rethink my approach or, or, you know, do I need to bring someone else in or another product, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, but just to kind of free and clear your mind so that, that you can come back fresh and, and ready to, to reevaluate uh, where, where you stand with, uh, with the project or the, the product. Yeah, what marvelous counsel. All right. So if someone would like to learn more about accessible, sustainable packaging, whether it's just a lay person, you know, or an end user consumer, or maybe there's a filler or a manufacturer out there, someone in the packaging world that would like to, to make a connection. Let's leave them a, a point or two of contact, whatever you feel like is appropriate, whether it's LinkedIn or, or email or website. But I want to make sure that people can connect with, with, with you or someone on your team if they'd like to, to learn more about this. Absolutely. Um, uh, first, uh, probably the easiest way would be our, our EasyLid website, and that's just uh, www.eeasylid.com. Uh, and, and again, that goes for the same with all of our social media platforms, whether that's Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, or our phone number is area code 937-387-9244. And we'd love to hear from you. All right. Brandon Bach, president with Consumer Convenience Technologies. Man, thank you so much for investing the time with us. Please keep up the good work. And with your permission, maybe we'll swing back around periodically and keep up with this story because I, I think we've got even even greater things in store, man. That, that sounds great, Stone. Yep, we are definitely excited about this product and, and helping people. So uh, the more that we talk about it and, and let consumers and individuals and people know that there's a product out there, uh, you know, that's all we can ask for. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Brandon Bach, president with Consumer Convenience Technologies, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane. <laughs>